Live, statewide, on the Ref Radio Sports Network, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show with the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Spikerman, fly ball into left, that ball's hit well, back to the warning track, to the wall, and this series starts with a home run! Join in and text the show on the Air Comfort Solutions text line at 405-651-3439. Here's the 3-1. Line drive deep into left field, that ball's rocketed out of here! It's a two-run homer for Peyton Graham! And the Sooners are in front in Lubbock! Hit the guys up on the Riverwind Casino call-in line at 405-329-9000. Here's the 1-2 to Squires. Fly ball, deep left field. If this is fair, it's gone. It is a home run! It's a home run! A two-run shot for Brett Squires, and it's home run derby in Lubbock. Now, live from the Brown O'Haver Studios, it's the T-Row in the Morning Show. With Toby Rowland and T.J. Perry. Here he comes. Struck him out. And Ole Miss is the national champion in 2022. And they dogpile in front of the pitcher's mound. The Ole Miss Rebels win it today in game two by the final of four to two. And a spectacular Oklahoma baseball season comes to an end on this Sunday afternoon in Omaha in the National Championship Series. Oh, good morning, everybody. T-Row in the morning showtime. Still in Omaha. Still in Omaha. Still in Omaha. This is the last show, though, from the Big O. As we are headed home today, you heard how it ended right there. The Rebs, the uh, the boys from Oxford win the title yesterday here. And the uh, Sooners are the national runners-up in 2022. Toby Rowland with you. We've got uh, much to discuss today about that game and a lot more. But the headline uh, today is the fact that my very best friend in the entire world is back today. DJ Perry back from vacation, I think. TJ, good morning. How are you today? Please, God, let TJ be there. Hello? All right, I'm here. Yeah. Leave, me alone. Leave me alone. It's early. Would you shut up with your loud voice in the morning? Yes. Yes. What are you people doing up this early? Jeez. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, man. It's so great to hear your voice, TJ. Isn't it? It's is so great to Isn't hear your it? voice. Isn't <laughs> it? For the fourth time. That's right. That's right. It is. It's great to hear your voice. How you doing, Teej? Um, I just realized I remember uh, I don't like when my alarm goes off this early, but I'm doing yeah. good. I'm good. I'm yeah. all right. Yeah, I'm good. A lot of straight days of not getting up early. Yes. And it's a shock to your system. When, uh... <laughs> yes. <laughs> Though I woke up before the alarm went off, and I'm like, ah, oh, I had eight more minutes. <laughs> That's all right. It's, um... Oh man, what can you compare it to? 
What can you compare it to? I'm trying to think of what you can compare it to. It's a shock to the system. That's what it is. It's a shock to the system. Uh, uh, you ever you ever gone on a no sweets diet? Uh, not. Sure. Yes. Uh huh. Yeah. And then you have that like first candy bar after a no sweets diet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're running in circles just, like the Tasmanian devil. Right. That's opposite yeah. of my alarm going off at four something in the morning. Yeah. I know. I know. Well, I'm sorry that you have. That's to get all back right. Up I'll just take five days do off this coming up here soon. Yeah. Popular worldwide radio show with us today, but we sure are glad to hear your voice again, my friend. We sure. Are. How was vacation? It was a mixed bag of nuts. Interesting. Yeah, it wasn't the best vacation ever. It wasn't the worst vacation ever. Um, it was a medium vacation? Probably a medium vacation, yeah. All right. There were a All lot right. of things that went wrong. There were a lot of things that were great. There were a lot of things that were just okay. So probably a slightly above. There was a good vacation. I'll put it above medium. Just, okay. Yeah. It was, a, it was an above average vacation. Sure. Yes. Okay. All right. On a scale of one to ten, it was a six and a half. Uh, I might push it to a seven, but yeah, all right, yeah. All right, it wasn't all right. exploding out of the vacation <laughs> um, rankings with a nine or a ten or anything. But yeah, okay, okay, so. all right, all right. Of the uh, if it was an OU football season, uh, ten and two, ten and two, it's <laughs> a good two. season. <laughs> It's not a national championship. That's right. Maybe a coach is going to have to be let go. But still, it's a 10-win season, right? That's still a 10-win season. That's right. Yeah. All right. Well, I don't I don't want you to tell me everything. Okay. Because I'm sure you got some stories. But what was the number one best thing about your vacation? Your favorite thing about your Disney cruise? What was it? Huh. I'm trying to think of my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Castaway Key, uh, Disney's private island. I mean, yeah. would have to be number one. <laughs> and why is that? Uh, it's maybe one of my favorite places on the planet. Did you did you run the 5K there this year? Did not, did not, no. Did they have the 5K? They did, but it wasn't like in years past. It was one of those, yeah, you can run it if you want to, and if you run it, we'll uh, come to this gift shop and we'll give you a medal. It wasn't the liners uh, line up with their numbers. and Right, right, right. Yeah, right, right. yeah, Somebody yeah. with a starter pistol and exactly, all that kind of stuff. Exactly, exactly. So, <laughs> yes, Recreational but no. 5K. You saw people doing it. Like, I was over there at one point um, – I was looking at something over near there where they run it, and I see these guys come running up with their shirts off and stuff. I'm like, ah, look at you, idiots. There was uh, – uh, and you just – you uh, what did you do? Did you lounge on the beach, or did you ride a water slide, or what did you do on old Castaway K? Uh, just lounged on the beach, went, uh, floated K, around right? in the water. Mm-hmm. Um, it's spelled K, but I think it's key. Okay. All so, right. I don't Thank know. Thank you for clarifying that. Yeah. So, um, a lot of nothing, that's what I did. There was only one time on this vacation where I thought, uh, I hate that, TJ. There was only one time that I said that to myself. Huh. Um, and that was when you texted me after some win. I don't remember what. Oh, Jamaica. Yes. From, uh, Jamaica. from Jamaica. Mon. Yeah. Cause I, I was had... like, oh, man, I hate that guy. Here I am in Omaha, day nine. 
I got chafing all over the place. I I got bed bugs. I haven't slept in my own bed in a month. And this guy's in Jamaica. Uh, no, I'm we made sure to get back to the ship to listen to your call of the game. <sighs> um, Jamaica was not yeah, the was excursion Jamaica? we picked for Jamaica was kind of a bust. Oh, really? And our kid was disappointed in us. What so. was it? We went on a uh, river uh, float uh, tour down. I can't even remember the river. Amazon. But we were um, we were picturing like. Tubing with uh, rapids and all this type of stuff, and it was about ten floats tied together, cruising along at about one mile an hour That's on a literal kind of float. <laughs> river float. To which our eleven-year-old kid was like, "I could hear him. He was two tubes behind me. It was Katie behind me, then him, and I could hear." Oh. Not enough action. <sighs> oh. <laughs> <sighs> That was pretty much the whole hour-long float trip. And then there yeah. were little kids that the guide, they would like him with his paddle. Water, water, water! That's what he would yell, and they would splash. Yeah, yeah, we want water! We want water! And then, so he would splash water, and stop. then my kid would be like, Oh, stop <laughs> with the water! Oh. <laughs> oh which, which him, mom and I were feeling the same way, and we're like, "Oh, this was like the bust of excursions." Like we were picturing. Was this- it a lazy river? Yes, basically okay. a lazy river that did not move, and he would stop until like Jamaican history and Bronx is like, "Come on, isn't there a waterfall to drop off of or something?" <laughs> So we did get back after the trip, and they had a huge pool with, like, a giant waterfall with slides coming out of it and, like, cliffs okay. you could dive off of. So it flipped it around for him. He ended up having a great time, but we only had about 30 minutes at that section by the time this dude got us down her one-mile-an-hour float trip. So um, I would say Jamaica was not as exciting as we were expecting this float trip to be. So the bust of an excursion. So we got a vacation coming up. Yes. That involved, There is a river where we're going. Right. And I get home last night from the baseball game, and I'm like, all right, all right, vacation time. So I'm, like, looking up our, the destination we're going to, you know, trying to get myself all uh, excited. Sure. I'm, I'm depressed. So I'm trying to get myself all uh, fired up about this. Uh, and I see the river. You can do some river rafting. And <clears throat> there is uh, – there is, uh, there's like two things you can do. You can do river rafting where they're all wearing helmets and there's uh white water, you know, that kind of thing yes. you're talking about. And I've done like, that and it's great. I loved like, it. This is uh, going to be fun, but we can't promise you everybody's getting back. Sure. Like one of those situations, right? <laughs> at your own risk. Sign a waiver. You might hit your head on a rock, but this is going to be fun if you make it. That kind of a thing. And, and then there's also uh, a float, like, I don't know if it's like you're, you're talking about it or not, but you just get in a tube and you float for a couple of miles and you look at the beautiful scenery. And that's my speed right there. I'm a lazy river kind you of You would have loved the uh, yep. excursion. You would have absolutely yep. loved it. I didn't hate it. I wished it was a little bit more and moved a little bit quicker. I also wish I wasn't tethered to everyone altogether. Yep. That made it kind of weird. I knew there was like six or seven people directly behind me, and then they would spin around at times, and I'm spinning in a circle. I'm like, can I just be in my own tube? But, yeah, it would have definitely been 
something you you would have probably uh, took a a 45-minute nap and woke up and been like, whoa, that was great. I would have asked questions to the tour guide. You would have. He was talking about (laughs) bamboo and different plants, and his dad was a bush doctor. Could we pause here and talk more about this tree for a few minutes? (laughs) Yes, that's exactly what it was, to which we heard again. (sighs) (sighs) You know my favorite part about the Lazy River? Uh, the word lazy. That's my favorite part. <laughs> Definitely would have fit you. <laughs> so we got back from that and, uh, yeah, had you on quickly. And we may get a phone you bill. You turned me on? Oh, we turned you on. Atta we boy. may get a phone bill at some point. We are not quite sure of about $4,000, but it was worth it for the uh, two games that were while we were at sea. So, uh, well, yeah. Well, We'll talk more about that. I know, I know. I hope you didn't get charged. I I think we live in a world now where everything's free. I believe so, but there was some sketchy things going on that we weren't (laughs) quite sure of, so. It is, uh, (laughs) cruises are uh, one of those things where you get a a, a bill from AT&T like three months later, or whatever your provider is for, uh, like you said, $4,000, and you're like, hang on just a second. What's this for? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, at one point on your cruise, you crossed into the Madagascar region, and our phone service <laughs> <Yes>. doesn't work. <laughs> Wait, what? Huh? I didn't realize uh, we got limited. So you could pay for Internet, obviously, on the boat. But I thought you could get a certain amount for free. It just didn't work as well. Well, you could. I used it all up on that. Second inning? <laughs> Well, it was the Sunday game. Did they play on Sunday? My days are so confused. Yes, Sunday. Yeah. So we watched that whole game on my phone, and then at some point it shut it off, and I said, it's like, you have no more internet for the rest of the trip, and that was on Sunday. It was our first day. I'm like, oh, this is great. So, uh, which actually worked out great. To get away from social media and not be able to access it for 10 days, was glorious. I will say I that. That was wonderful. Yeah, because there's some of this that would have driven you crazy. Oh, I got back and turned it back on, and I'm like, uh, I was my kid on the float. Was, ah. <laughs> you missed the uh, Roe oh. versus Wade. Oh, oh, well, everybody's yeah. opinion one way or the other. <laughs> Didn't matter which way the opinion was. I was just like, ah. So. You missed two days of everybody wanting to fire Clay Van Hook after a victory. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> All the people who haven't watched OU baseball every year wanted his head on the sure. ladder. Uh, there was a yeah. lot of that. I, I loved getting home yesterday, too, and seeing, uh, well, this team really put it together in the last week of the half, a uh, week and a half. I'm so proud of them. Well, they kind of put it together about three months ago. Thanks for noticing. <laughs> There's a huge fight between the people who watch all the time and the people who yes, haven't watched like all I the was, time. I was biting my they tongue yesterday, yes. They were all yelling at each other. Oh, man. All right, well, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you for the next two hours and 45 minutes. TJ's back, everybody. I'm still in Omaha. Let's fill up the phone lines and text messages today. 405-329-9000. That's our Riverwind call-in line. 405-329-9000. The text line is the engine of our show. If you've got a thought, comment, question, uh, you can text us. Air Comfort Solutions text line 405-651. Three four three nine. I'm looking at the Chuck one last time as the sun rises today in Nebraska. We'll be back. The T Row in the morning show. 
is powered by Extreme Outdoor Equipment, your full-line dealer for bad boy zero-turn mowers, tractors, and implements. With two locations, I-35 at Goldsby, exit 104B, and I-44 at the Newcastle Tuttle Exit 108. Toby and TJ back with you. T-Row in the morning show this hour brought to you by Norman Regional Health System. Norman Regional Hospital, the HealthPlex, and a number of specialized professionals across the Norman and Moore area. They're here to serve all the South Central Oklahoma's health care needs. Norman Regional Hospital. Shout out to the family. I will never remember your names. If you're listening in Edmond that my wife met in a bathroom on a cruise ship in the middle of nowhere. That uh, apparently knew of the show. I don't know how women have the conversations they have in bathrooms and find out the information they have. My wife comes back at one point. We had just got done with the show. We were uh, coming out of the theater. I went to the bathroom. She went to the bathroom. Me and Bronx went, and we're waiting for her. She comes back out, and she's like, I just met this family. She knows your show. She's got two daughters. She's got a husband. They live in Edmond. Like, she's going on and on, and I'm like, you were in there for like three minutes. But she knew their whole life story, and then we saw them Have several times. Have you ever had a conversation trip. with a man in a bathroom? <sighs> I don't think so, no. Not like that, like where Men I find out their whole their, family no. history and know that they have two children and their ages and their, their husband, uh, you know, they're from Edmond and they live in this area and their daughters go to this school and they knew uh, Angie DeBeau where her friend Jenny worked and this and that. And yeah. I'm like, what in the world just happened in that bathroom? It is an amazing dichotomy <laughs> of the male and female genders. Yes. <laughs> when we go to the bathroom, it's like no talking, no eye contact. Let's just, you know, get out of here and do what we got to do. I did sort of had a conversation with social activity for the females. Yes. One man was trying to have a conversation. I believe he was next to me uh, one time and he's like, (laughs) was he drunk? I don't know what he was doing. That was just the whole time he was going to the urinal next to me. And then I hear my son (laughs) laughing at the one next to me. And I'm like, stop it. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> I don't know what was going on. <laughs> it must have just felt really good to go to the bathroom after that show. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <my> uh, <laughs> well, Air Comfort Solutions text line, the first one up this morning, says, Does it need to be said? Hit it, T-Row. They want the it's, it's TJ's, TJ's fault. fault. Yeah, they want the t- it's TJ's fault. Uh which I got a lot of yesterday on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> the blame uh, for the championship series. Yeah. yeah. We got to blame somebody. I know. I'll Might take the blame. Well I'll take the blame. Might I'll as take well the blame. Be, yeah. uh, this one says uh, Air Comfort Solutions text line. What a season. So proud of the baseball team. They made me fall in love with OU baseball again. Thank you, Toby, for being the best play by play guy in the world. When you signed off yesterday, you said, I love you all. We feel the same way about you. We love you too, Toby. Thank you. Thank you. Is that my mom? That is your mom. That is your mom. Thanks, mom. By the way, we just ended with uh, the uh, baseball season, and I flipped the calendar to look at because this week goes into July. Eight days. Uh, it goes into July, and then I see coaches' football luncheon on, on oh, July. I'm up. like, we just ended. What are you? Coaches' football luncheon. What are we doing? Yeah. Six, <laughs> we got 68 days to the season opener. Boy, that's, that's right around the corner. Somebody uh, yesterday said, uh, you know, in in a consoling manner, said, uh, don't worry, it'll be football season before you can blink. And I was like, 
Oh, God, no. <laughs> She's putting toothpicks in your eyes like, don't blink. <laughs> <laughs> don't do it. Please, please, can I take a nap? I will be so excited when football season gets here, but can I please take a nap? I will say the one thing that drove me nuts not being here last week was not hearing your stories or the experience through you on how this whole thing was because I know how much fun I was having from a distance. I couldn't imagine being there and being through the whole uh through the whole process that you went through it it had to have been just a thrill for you I think it's the favorite I think it's my favorite thing I've done in this job um I've been asked that a couple of times yesterday you know it's the old adage it's uh, uh it's like at picking which children a child you like the most you know it's they're all great the final four run with Buddy's team was um, the thrill of a lifetime. But um, just the timing of it, really, as much as anything, I mean, this team was special. They came out of nowhere, and um, for them to get here was an amazing story, and for them to be here to the championship series is even more amazing. But you're here for so long. I mean, the whole – I figured it up last night, TJ. In the last 34 days – since the uh, since the team arrived in Arlington for the Big 12 tournament, mm-hmm. we've spent 27 of 34 days in hotel rooms. Wow. Seven, seven nights at home. Well, um, you were already in Omaha before I left on vacation. I've been on a cruise, been to uh, several <laughs> places. I'm back, and you're still there. You floated a river in Jamaica. <laughs> yeah, I floated a river in Jamaica. I've been all over, and you're still in Omaha. I've been here forever. I could give. <laughs> I could be a tour guide in downtown Omaha. I know all the restaurants. I know how to get to the post office. I've walked to the post office many times. Uh, I have walked across the Bob Pedestrian Bridge several times. Uh, I've eaten every kind of pizza that they have here. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. We've been here a long time, and I'm very, very ready to go home. But it has been the thrill of a lifetime, really. I mean, I said it before this whole thing started. I've never been here. I'm 48 years old. I've watched this event my whole life. I've always wanted to come here, and it did not disappoint. Um, It is extremely well done. The whole – you wouldn't know there's anything else going on in the planet than this event here in Omaha. It is all anybody cares about. Restaurants, hotels, Ubers, um, you know, they just, they live for this event mm-hmm. and they do it first class in every way. The police escorts to the stadium from two blocks away, the <laughs> me- the way they take care of the, the media, uh, the food, everything is just awesome. The, 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 the souvenirs for days i mean it's the home run village is just tent after tent after tent after tent of souvenirs and um it's just great my family came up for the first weekend they couldn't help themselves they drove up we all piled in a hotel room for four nights they watched games one and two and then had to go back to work they they left last monday to go back to work jenny had to work trevor had to work and that was going to be it. And then Wednesday night's game came along against Texas A&M. I guess it was an afternoon game. And they won again, 
And Trevor and Peyton, right as the game ended, said, we're coming back. We got to go back. Mom, we got to go back. <laughs> and so they all piled in the car again and on uh, golly, whatever day that was, Friday, I think. Yeah, Friday. And uh, drove back up here again, seven hours up to Omaha. We all piled in the hotel room again for uh, <laughs> that's awesome. Three more nights or so, and uh, and they just left last night after the game. They were like, "We're ready to go home." So they went ahead and drove home last night. Got home like at one thirty in the morning. Um, so we've got those memories, you know. I mean, it wasn't all smooth. You got five people in a hotel room. It's not all smooth. Apparently, I snore worse than I realized I did. I've learned that. <laughs> I would get evaluations every morning as to how I did the night before. Hey, weren't bad last night, Dad. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, Dad, you put on an orchestra show last night. All right, shut up. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, I'm sure I'll think of some things as the show rolls along to tell you about, but. Just awesome. Just, you know, only only one thing could have made it better. And uh, right. they tried their hardest. They tried their hardest. So that's yeah. it. I was, and we could talk about this. I was at first irritated and then happy at the amount of uh, debate and consternation that came out of this last week and a half. Uh, I was like, you know, social media, all that kind of stuff. People calling in. We were doing shows. TJ, we haven't, we've done every show we've done since you left has been entirely about college baseball. I mean, let that rattle around in your brain. That's awesome. That's how many times? How many times have we tried to do one segment about baseball and people start yelling at us right on Mm -hmm. Twitter? Talk about football or whatever. What are you doing? Nobody cares what's going on in camps. That's right. Three-hour shows about baseball every day, and a lot of it was arguing. Like, you know, what's this guy thinking? What's Skip doing? That kind of stuff. And at first that irritated me. And then I was like, you know what? It's arrived. Like, this is it. This is like football. This is what we do in football. Even after wins, we sit there and argue about what could have been better and all that kind of stuff. And so then it made my uh, then it made my heart happy. So <laughs> I'm in a good place with it now. All right, we need a break. Uh, 6.33 in the morning. The sun is up. We're in Omaha. TJ's back. We'll be back right after this. The Ref. Network studios are powered by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, tornado. We can help. Call 405-735-5510. The 1-0, he shows Bundy. Got it down out in front of the plate. Here comes Nicholas home. They'll have to throw to first, and he beat it out, and the ball got away. Run scores. Pettis to third. Spiker second and Elko is down his glove went flying and the Sooners lead it and Spikerman's a second here we go huge call after review the call in the field is overturned that's a call that will be uh talked about by Sooner baseball fans forever Right there. I don't know if it cost him the game last night or not, but it might have. It might have. It might might have. It might have. They would have been up one nothing. They had second and third with one out, a chance for a chance for much more. And um, what do you think? By rule, it was correct. But I hate the rule. I think it's a garbage rule, and I also think that. The human element has to come into it at some point. 
I, I know why the rule's there. I, I understand guys running, trying to distract the fielder and kind of step in like that to mess with the play. That wasn't one of those situations, but I was also screaming at the television, you got to know the scenario. You got to know to stay in that path that you're allowed. And if you're out, you're out and let that run score. But that was one of those where I think he's just chugging down the line. I don't think there was anything intentional there. And I think that's when the umpire should step in and say, you know what? I'm not calling interference and I'm not calling this because I don't believe he was doing anything to intentionally distract or block the throw or or get in the fielder's way. So I think the human element needs to come into it more. And Skip kind of Skip kind of, you know, <laughs> threw that out there after the game that, you know, you want robots, this is what you're going to get. And I think that's what he was referring to that you have to recognize in the moment in the game whether he was trying to do something intentionally, and I don't think he was. So, rule, they got it right, it's garbage rule. I, I hate the rule, but I know why it's there. So, yeah, uh, it was, my thing, my frustration was when that was called, when you're, when you're playing that scenario out, and this is what we're going to do, you know that they've talked about it a thousand times, and I'm like, you've got to recognize the moment and don't get yourself caught in that, so... It, it yeah. was frustrating. Every every angle you could look at that, I was frustrated with it. Yeah. The problem is it's a little bit of a magic trick you got to pull off as a runner because mm-hmm. the base yes. is in fair territory. Correct. You don't have an orange bag like in Little League, you know. No. Right. So what you're asking the guy to do is to run in foul territory because the running lane is in foul territory. The last half of the way to mm-hmm. the to the back, you got to run in foul territory, and then with your last step, step back into fair territory, right, to catch the bag without actually stepping into fair territory. So, you know, kind of asking for an injury there. <laughs> That's what. So, um, no, I think it's I think it's. Um, and the throw was so bad, but again, the the thought there is, well, if he was in fair territory, maybe that's what caused the throw to be bad. So that really doesn't factor into it. I think the biggest beef uh, with OU coaches was you've got 30 seconds to challenge. That's the rule. And it f- I didn't put a stop clock on it, a stopwatch on it, but it was well beyond. It, it was well seconds. beyond that. Yeah, it gave them time and to he, watch that scoreboard several times and then that's make right. the decision. That's right. That's what yeah. happened. They mm-hmm. they watched the scoreboard replay and then decided to come out and challenge it. They weren't going to challenge it. He saw it on the big screen and then came charging out of the dugout to challenge it. Well after the 30 seconds. And that was what Skip was arguing. Like, what, are we going to sit here and let everybody watch all the replays? Like, this is, you know. Um, but just a crushing, crushing call. They did everything right there except for one step. You know, I guess. I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know the uh, logistics of trying to run to first base at full speed, keep your body in foul territory, and at the last second step back into fair territory to catch the base. That's uh, that's a little silly, honestly. It's one thing if you're in on the grass. I mean, we've seen guys before that are way in on the grass, and you're obviously out exactly. of the baseline. Exactly. And there's nowhere for the catcher to throw around you, 
and then you know that's that's completely different. He's running right down the line. His last step is in foul territory, and the throw is awful. It's late anyway. I mean, the throw wasn't going to get him anyway. Um, so just frustrating. I'm with you more than anything. Just it felt like every break yesterday went their way. For me, it felt like that for a couple of days. But yeah, you're right. Every yeah, break but, went I mean, their they way. Were the they, better, they, they were the, the better, better team. team on I Friday. mean, their pitching yeah. was unbelievable through this run, and the, the things that mm-hmm. they did, and how hot they got. Like you felt like as you were cheering on Oklahoma through this thing that they were the team of destiny, and you just ran into the other team of destiny. That just, <laughs> That's right. I mean, it was. I mean, both these teams just magical, incredible runs that led to these two teams that no one predicted. This no one would have seen this coming, and nope. so yeah, that call though, man, we would. I think we would be having a, a game deciding game three tonight, which is what I really wanted. Obviously, you just in any type of series, you want that 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 last deciding game with a series tied and somebody's taking it home. But it just it swung everything. So and that's what that's what I was saying when you, when you were saying we've seen that why that rule was put into play you know with guys running in the grass just completely like yeah. slinging their legs back and forth and doing the things that they do when they're running running all weird and and that's why i think the human element needed to come into play there and say the guy he was not doing anything intentionally to disrupt that play and that's why i think the umpires have to step in and kind of be able to control that rule a little bit yeah but yeah it is what it is at this point <clears throat> Very, very unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. And the other side of that with the runners having to go back to the bases they were at when logically mm-hmm. yes. one of them would have scored there is probably something you need to reexamine too. Like, um, I mean, let's, let's apply a little logic here. What would have happened? All right, you're going to call that runner out, fine, whatever. Probably a bad rule, but if you're going to call that runner out, so what? what let's say he would have caught that ball. Let's say the first baseman catches it and the runner's out. What else would have logically happened on the diamond there? And um, so it's a massive, massive punishment for one misstep. (laughs) But, you know, that's sports, I guess. And, um, again, it'll be a call we'll talk about forever. Forever. Just a crushing call um, in the middle of that game. Um, We got to talk about Cade Horton this morning. Um. We got to talk about the Ole Miss fans at some point today, TJ. And I got to hear more stories about your vacation coming up at some point. By the way, the team will be back home around 3.30. A little before 3.30 is the uh, itinerary today back at Mitchell Park. If anybody would like to uh, be there to greet the buses today, it'll be right a little before 3.30 if they're on time is when the buses will arrive back at Mitchell Park uh, today. Um, let's squeeze in a break here, and then we'll hit some of your texts on the other side. 646 on a Monday. I'm in Omaha. TJ's back. We'll be back. T-Row and TJ, they cold. This is the T-Row in the Morning Show. T-Row in the Morning Show. Toby and TJ back with you. Norman Regional Health System brings you this hour. Your text on the Air Comfort Solutions text line. Now that the spring sports are over, hopefully there can be a deep dive into what needs to be done about fan participation and engagement because we just got shown up on national TV. Ole Miss fans turned Omaha into Swayze North 
Uh, what's That's what an SEC fan base looks like and nowhere close to the level of commitment. Or we are... Oh, you is nowhere close to the level of commitment. It was a uh, well. We got to talk about that today. What do you think? It was uh, definitely a uh, Ole Miss crowd. There's no doubt about that. Um, I think it's uh, definitely a sport you and I will talk about that just does not receive the support that it probably should have. And should, uh, especially over the course of this entire season, um, the way that they've played and kind of came on, you know, several, several weeks ago. I mean, you over and over again in your broadcast talked about the number of weekend series they had won until this weekend. So, um, but there's no doubt that Ole Miss showed up and took over that place. It was aggravating to listen to and watch, (laughs) but, um... I was not expecting, to be honest, I wasn't expecting that big of an Ole Miss crowd, and I probably was expecting what OU had there between, you know, I think you guys speculated, you know, four or 5,000 people for uh, mm-hmm. for Oklahoma, maybe. So, I mean, it was hard to tell on television because there was so much powder blue everywhere. So, Yeah, they shared the color red, mm-hmm. which um... – Made it a little difficult. Um, well, I've thought about this a lot the last 24 hours, and it's a little bit of a a tight line to walk. Um, I think you got to just start by giving the Ole Miss fans some credit. Now, not everything I have to say today about Ole Miss fans is going to be positive because some of them are just acted the fool when they were here, uh, throwing beer on people and – uh, a lot of them showed up like I think I think they're so used to being in the SEC that they just are combative by nature. And there's a lot of them that showed up for the weekend that were like talking trash and being like rude and stuff to OU fans before they even played a game. I'm like, like, what are you doing? Like, These are just like the two best baseball teams in America. They're getting ready to play a series against each other. We don't know you. You don't know us. Like what? This isn't Ole Miss, Mississippi State. This isn't OU, Texas at the State Fair. You know? Right, it's just, right. Like, why are you talking trash? Why are you talking trash to an OU ba- You haven't even played them yet that has accomplished something amazing here. So have you. You know, I don't know. It was They were weird. I, I thought Ole, Ole Miss fans were bizarre. It wasn't like LSU fans or, uh, you know, some of the other fans we've run into that were scary. They were just bizarre. For a school that hasn't ever won anything in any sport, they were oddly cocky, you know. Um, But you do have to give them credit for the way they rolled out. It's 11 hours from here to Oxford, Mississippi. It's almost twice as far to their campus as it is to Norman. Wow, I knew it was further. I didn't know it was that much further. Not quite twice as far, but what is it, seven hours to Norman? About seven, yeah. It's 11 hours to Oxford. And uh, that place seats 25,000, easily 20,000 were Ole Miss fans. Maybe more like 22,000, easily. If you walked around town, you wouldn't know at sometimes there were any OU fans here. Now, at the team hotel, you know, they, they all the OU fans would meet and send the team off, and it was great. And there were a lot of people that came 
for the championship series, and the Sooner fans were great. I mean, they were loud in Florida. They, they, they were small but loud in Florida. They were small but loud in Blacksburg. And they were mighty up here. And they really, you know, for the first three games, um, you could you know, hear them and they were into it and the OU chants and all that kind of stuff. And it was, you know, they weren't the biggest fan contingent here, that's for sure. But you didn't feel overwhelmed by anybody else. You know, you could tell – you know, it was pretty even with Notre Dame. Texas A&M had more fans, but at times OU made as much noise as they did. It wasn't a big deal. And then the championship series rolled around, and it was like they just got completely engulfed. And I'll be honest with you, I think it. I think that's part of what rattled the team in game one. You know, they came out and booted the ball around the first couple of innings. I mm-hmm. think they were surprised. I was surprised. Uh, when When – you go on social media after they win that last game, and you see all the people that say they're coming up for the championship series, and they did. All the OU fans, you're like, oh, this is going to be awesome. We're going to have thousands of people here. This is going to be amazing. Then you go through the team hotel lobby, if you're a player I'm talking about. You go through the team hotel lobby, and there's nothing but OU fans everywhere, and they're playing Boomer sooner, and it's mayhem, and you're like, this is incredible. And then you get over to the stadium, and you run out, and it's like, <laughs> it's like hang on a second. What is going on here? Like the entire stadium is Ole Miss. I think it was discombobulating. Not that they haven't played road games before, but dude, that's different. That that's a you know a small football atmosphere. It, so I think you just have to credit them because I was sitting there watching it over the two nights, and I was thinking I don't remember like all the years I've watched the College World Series. I don't remember a championship series no. where I felt a team overwhelm the stadium like that. Uh, ever. Like, I don't ever remember seeing that. No. So I think you just credit him. I do think you credit him, but we do need to talk about the other side of that a little bit. Yes, sure. We do need to at least figure out what the deal is or talk about it with in a careful manner. We'll be back. We're in Omaha.